Yo, 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 turn me up in the headphones. <laughs> I always want to say that. I don't know why I want to say that. Um, because, you know, I'm not like a rapper or anything like that, right? <laughs> but that's what they say in there. It's kind of They're like, turn me up in the headphones. Yo, yo, turn me up in the headphones. All right, I'm coming to you live from uh, Dallas, Texas. I got an incredible show for you today. Uh, we are going to um, talk about the three little pigs. Yeah, you heard me. We're going to talk about three little pigs. Uh, we're going to talk about a guy named Ryan Stuman. We're going to talk about a guy named Scott Simons. We're also going to talk about the lessons that we can learn from uh, Caroline, a 20-month-old. And uh, we're also going to talk about Oakland Louise, my girl. Some would say she just might be my favorite Lundy. I don't know. Some would say that. I'm not saying that. I'm not saying that. There are some that might say that. <laughs> All right, check it out. That and more today on GM3X. It's time to rise and grind. Welcome to GM3X. I am your host, Glenn Lundy. I am a husband to one, a father to eight, and the founder of the 800% Elite Club. I hope you're ready for motivation, education, inspiration, celebrity interviews, and thought-provoking conversations. Because it's 5.30 a.m. and it's time to rise and grind. Hey, good morning, good morning, good morning. How are you, my friend? Why am I hearing that? There we go. Oh, that was strange. Good morning, good morning, good morning. How are you, my friend? How are you, my friend? That's right. The people here in the hotel, they're going to get mad because I'm on Central Time and it's only 4.35 a.m. And they're going to be like, this dude's crazy. Why is he yelling? Why is he angry? Why is he being so loud? Right? They're going to send people over here and be like, what up? Good morning. How are you? I am so glad to see you. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. That's right. I'm coming to you live from Dallas, Texas. A big old city of Dallas, Texas. This is a city that is booming. This is a city that is electric. This is a city that is on fire, which I love. I love the energy that's here in Dallas, Texas. If you can't tell, it gets me all jacked up. Flew in uh, late last night. Did Was able to get my four hours and 20 minutes of sleep in. Uh, thanks to discipline, folks. Discipline. My boy Scott Simons is here as well. And my boy Scott Simons, when I when I flew in last night, he was like, "Bro, you gotta come meet these people. Uh, you gotta, you know, we're 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 over here. You gotta come to this restaurant. You gotta eat some dinner." I'm like, "You know what I got to do, Scott Simons? I got to go to bed because I get to do a show in the morning, right? Right? I got to go to bed because I get to do a show." in the morning at 4.30 a.m. where I get to meet and collaborate with people from all over the United States of America and abroad. And that means that I get to wake up at 3 a.m. to make that happen. So I have to go to bed at 10.40 p.m. so I can get up at 3 a.m. so that I can spend some time with my peeps. That's how that went down, folks. So I am here, Scott Simons is here, my boy, Scott, I will meet up with him later today. Uh, he's an incredible, incredible superhuman, so I'm super excited to see him. The other person I'm super excited to see is I'm actually here 
for a guy named Ryan Stuman. And Ryan Stuman has a group called Apex. I don't know if you guys have heard of it or not, uh, but Ryan Stuman has a group called Apex. I went ahead and joined uh, the Apex group uh, two months ago. And uh, I'll tell you, it's it's different, right, than anything that I've ever done before. I mean, it's a membership. It's a it's a high dollar membership. I pay I pay more for this membership in this group than most people pay for their mortgage on their on their house, right? And so it's a high dollar membership, and the people, the the majority of the people in the group, they don't really look like me, walk like me, or talk like me. That's for sure. <laughs> they definitely don't talk like me, <laughs> right? That's a fact, Jack. And so that's why I wanted to join, man. I wanted to be in a room where uh, I could get some different views and some different perspectives where I could gain some strategies, and gain some wisdom. And so as a part of the group, they have something called Fly-In Fridays. And on Fly-In Fridays, everybody comes to Dallas, Texas, and they meet for one day. They have a one-day, basically, uh, conference event, networking, that type of thing. So I missed the last Fly-In Friday. I'm here for this Fly-In Friday, and I'm excited to see uh, what this brings, right? It's going to be it's gonna be incredible, right? Just super excited to learn. It has to be spectacular. Scott Simons is a part of it, so it has to be spectacular, right? Now, listen, I know that... Um, I go to a lot of different conferences, right? Like I go to a lot of different conferences and in, investing in myself is something that I've done naturally for a really long time, uh, but now it's like at a whole nother level, right? Like I'm spending probably $100,000 a year between coaching and uh, courses and classes, um, things that I'm learning that way, uh, conferences that I go to, um, like, for example, here, the one I'm at today, I'll also be at another one in Philadelphia on uh, Monday, uh, right? Like, I spend about $100,000 a year on self-development, all right? That's $100,000 a year investment in my M-E. <laughs> yes, I said my and then spelled me, right? Investment in my M E <laughs> self so that I can be a better me. And it's funny how sometimes that can seem very selfish, right? From the outside looking in, you might be like, bro, that's a hundred K on yourself on self-development. That's a hundred K you could give to your church. That's a hundred K you could invest in your house. That's a hundred K. You could pour into the kids. How are you going to spend 100K a year on yourself? And so I see how for an instant that can seem very selfish until you realize that a better me is also better for everyone around me. You see, when you can continue to develop and grow and become the best version of yourself that you can possibly be, it benefits everyone around you. See, I could go spend 100K a year on, on crap, on stuff, right? I could spend 100K and I could, uh, I don't know, build an extra deck on the house. I could spend 100K and go put the, the, the movie theater sound in, right? 
in in the in the theater room. I could spend hundred k on 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 shoes and clothes and and gifts and all of these things, right? I could spend a hundred k on maybe uh, 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 more vacations or more uh, taking the family to Disneyland or whatever the heck the thing is, right? Because I got eight kids, so trust me, Disneyland's going to cost you a whole lot of money when you got eight kids, right? I could do all of those things. I could, and they, and I will do some of those things, and they could be valuable, and they could create memories, and et cetera, et cetera, but ultimately, all of those things are fleeting. All of those things would come, and all of those things would go. I'm trying to build something that, yes, I will ultimately be fleeting, but I'm trying to build the best version of me so that I can give that to them every day, every week, every month, every year. You see, an investment in self is an investment in everyone around you. Though it seems selfish on the surface, it's not. It's ultimately for the benefit of the whole. You know, a perfect example of this is there's this story, this uh, book, uh, I don't remember who wrote the book, but there's a story of the three little pigs. Go ahead, drop it in the comments there. I see you guys over on Facebook. I see Vicki Everett. I see Kimberly Hatfield. I see Stephanie Toadvine. I see Kim Fair. I see uh, Gloria Bond. I see Gail Beecraft. I see Josh. Oh, I see y'all, y'all over there. Drop it in the comments if you've heard the story of the three little pigs. And those of you over on Clubhouse, go ahead and drop it in the comments as well. Just put yes. Just drop yes in the comments if you've heard the story of the three little pigs. Which most of us have. Most of us have heard the story of the three little pigs. If you have not heard the story of the three little pigs, then I apologize. You have terrible, terrible parents. <laughs> All right. I'm sorry. I'm. Let's just, hey, we keep it real here in the morning. That's what we do. Your parents just didn't love you. I don't know why they didn't love you. We do love you. You're in a safe space now, but for some reason, your parents didn't love you. <laughs> no, check it out. In this story of the three little pigs, the way the story goes is there was this big bad wolf, right? And the big bad wolf was coming to town. And the big bad wolf was going to eat up everybody in the town. He especially liked the pigs, right? Because the, the pigs are the other white meat, as they say, right? So he specifically liked the pigs. And so the pigs heard that the big bad wolf was coming to town. And they knew they were going to have to protect themselves. And so these three little pigs, the first little pig was like, you know what? I am going to build a home and I'm going to make it out of straw, right? I'm going to make it out of straw. And the reason I'm going to make it out of straw is because, you know, it's quick and it's easy and I'm trying to get to the club. And I ain't got time for all this nonsense. I got other things that I want to do that are more fun. I got some video games that I need to play, some girls that I need to chase. And so I'm going to throw this together. I'm going to make it out of straw and I'm going to hit, right? And that's what he did. He built his house out of straw. And then the second little pig, the second brother, he looked at his brother's house out of straw and he was like, yo, bro, that ain't going to work. <laughs> so that ain't going to hold up. You know what I'm going to do? It's going to take me a little bit longer. I'm probably going to be late to the club tonight. I ain't going to be able to get there early like I thought. And I ain't going to be able to play no video games or do any of this other stuff. But I'm going to go ahead and build my crib out of wood, right? I'm going to make my house out of wood. 
and I should be good, right? And so he does. He goes out and he makes his house out of wood. And then he takes off. He gets to the club super late, but he goes out and he has a good time with his brother. Now, the third little pig sees the house made of straw, the house made out of wood. And the third little pig's like, yo, this is not going to work. This ain't going to happen. This ain't, this, this is, this ain't good. And so the third little pig actually goes, he goes and he jumps on Google, right? He jumps on Google and he's Googling like how to build a solid foundation, right? He's like, okay, how do I build a sturdy home, right? And he starts developing, he starts doing all this research, he starts educating himself, he starts learning. So he grabs these things called bricks and he and cement and he learns to mix the cement, right? It takes him a long time and he ain't got time to go to the party, he ain't got time to go to the club, he ain't got time for any of those things. But he learns to mix the cement, he learns this skill and everybody else is saying, hey, why aren't you coming and hanging out with us, man? Why are you just sitting there mixing cement and whatnot? Like, you need to come hang out. Why don't you love us enough to, you should be spending time with us right now. You should be coming out to the bar, to the restaurant. But no, he's like, you know what? I got to figure out how to mix this cement just perfectly. I got to mix this cement. And, I, and, and then he, he went on and he learned and he started practicing and he started laying bricks, right? And each brick, he's laying each brick perfectly. Right, just boom, one brick at a time, one brick at a time. He's laying it perfectly, and it's a slow process, man. It's a slow process, right? He lays the next brick, and the next brick, and the next brick. He smooths it out, he smooths it out, while everybody else is running around doing all this stuff, right? He's just learning, educating, practicing, developing his skill, and in time, he starts to build this house made of brick, right? Well, fast forward, and the Big Bad Wolf shows up. Big Bad Wolf shows up in town, and the Big Bad Wolf goes right up to that house made out of straw, right? Goes up to the house made out of straw. Wait, that's not the right picture. There it is. He goes up to the house made out of straw, and he knocks on the door, right? Boom, 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 boom. And he says, little pig, little pig, let me in. And what does the pig on the inside say? Come on, drop it in the comments. Y'all know. <laughs> Y'all know. Go ahead. Drop it in the comments, right? He says, little pig, little pig, let me in. And the little pig says, not by the hair of my chinny chin chin, right? And so the big bad wolf says, I'm a huff, I'm a puff, I'm a blow the house down. And he does. He huffs and he puffs and he blows the house over, made out of straw, and the little pig goes running, right? And then he goes up to the house made out of wood, and he knocks on the door. He says, boom, 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 boom. Little pig, little pig, let me in. And the little pig says, <laughs> drop it in the comments, come on. You got to drop it in the comments. You got to be with me today, come on. Drop it in the comments. The little pig says what? You know what the little pig says. The little pig says, not by the hair of my chinny chin chin. And so the big bad wolf huffs and he puffs and he blows the house in, right? He blows the house in. And when he blows the house in, the pig goes running, right? It's out of there. 
Then the big bad wolf gets to the brick house. And when he gets to the brick house, he knocks on the door. He says, little pig, little pig, let me in. And the little pig says, not by the hair of my chinny chin chin. And the big bad wolf says, well, I'm a huff and I'm a puff and I'm going to blow the house in. And he huffs. And he puffs, and he huffs, and he puffs, and he huffs, and he puffs, but he cannot blow the house down. It's solid. It's got a strong foundation. It's made of brick and cement. It was built by the pig that took the time to develop the craft and the skill. And so for those of you that hadn't heard that story, that's word for word, exactly how it was, how it is in the book. All right. It was like, I read it word for word from the book right there. <laughs> but here's the, the point. The point is many of us know the story, but we've completely lost sight of what happens on page three. You see in page three. I'm sorry, the three pages before the end of the book, the third to the last page of the book. On the third to the last page of the book, it shows us a picture. And in that picture, it shows the wolf on its way. And it shows that inside the brick house was not just the one pig, but all three. You see, because the one pig took the time to learn how to lay the cement because the one pig took the time to lay each brick perfectly because the one pig was willing to invest in himself. He was able to create a safe space for all three pigs. You see, there are people in your life. There are people in your life who just want to go to the party. They just want to go to the club. They just want to go play the video games. You see, there are people in your life that are going to say, why are you getting up early? Why are you watching that show? Why are you reading those books? Why are you going to those conferences? Why are you investing in those things? There's people in your life that are going to say those things to you. They don't understand. They think that what you're doing is selfish. But the truth of the matter is you're building brick houses. And the more brick houses you can build, the stronger that foundation you can build in yourself, the more people you can create safe spaces for. They don't know what you're doing now, but they'll appreciate you later. Believe me on that. With that, friends, we got to do some dancing on this show. You know what time it is. For those of you that know and those of you that don't know, I'm already having too much fun today. For those of you that know and those of you that don't know, this is the part of the show where I need you to hit that share button, all right? I need you to hit that share button because I believe that if we can change the way people start their day, it'll make a massive impact on this planet. I truly believe that. And sometimes all it takes to change the way somebody starts their day is for you to hit that share button, all right? This is also the part of the show where I want to say good morning to you and I want you to say good morning to me. Whether you're watching live or you're watching on replay, Say what's up, I'll say what's up back, fair enough? 
Fair enough. Christina Macy, great. I'm glad you're here. Thank you so much for being here this morning. Alicia Watts, thanks for joining me today. Gloria Bond, I'm glad you're here. Also, I believe your quote was the quote in the planner today, and I appreciate that. Christina Howard, thanks for being here. Drea Barnes and Don Sankey, thanks for being in the building today. I appreciate you so very much. Valerie Oakley, yeah, girl, it's the truth, Valerie. Derek Young, I'm speaking today. Thanks, brother, I appreciate y'all. That's right, <laughs> that's right. Clay Morris, thanks for being here. Tisha White, I'm so glad you're here. Randy Wagner, you, sir, are the man. Christina Macy, I think I said hi to you already. I'm going to say it again. Beth Bukizi, great to see you this morning. Stars Tina, thanks for being in the building. Melvin Rodriguez is up in here. West Storm in the building. Coco Lewis, that's right, Storytime with Glenn. Stephanie Toadbine, you rock. Kaylee Stahl, thanks for being in the building. Ray Hatcher is up in here as well. Uh, I see, let me see. Now I got to go over to, I got to go over to Clubhouse. I'm having to do something a little bit different today uh, because I'm on the road so let me get out of this right here and go over to my clubhouse peeps which for some reason on clubhouse today it is not popping up in the top like it normally does I'm having to dig way deep to find the room so for those of you on clubhouse you really got to ping some folks in there it is. I found it. It's way down there. Scott Simons, my man, is in here this morning. Great to see you today, Scott. I also see uh, Justin Conacow. Thanks for being in the building. Liza Myers Borges. I'm glad you're here. Excited to see you, Liza, on Monday. Uh, John Paul Guidry, my dude, up here in the building. Wisdom Guy is here. Soul Salcedo. I see uh, Ed is in the building. What's up, Michael and Miranda? I also see Sheila's up in here this morning. Kermit is in the building. Kelly and Mindy. Uh, Limitless Siga is in the building. Teresa and Monty and Emma and Pam and Lawanda and Jay. Andrew's up in here. Jan's up in here. Peaches and Patrick. Lillian's in the building. Catherine. Onyes is up in here. We've got a packed house. Thank you guys so much for joining me virtually right here in Breakfast with Champions and on GM3X. If you are in the automotive space and you're an owner or GM of a car dealership, you can join me live in person in Atlanta. We're going to be there for the Technology Matters Summit. And it's going to be amazing. Don't take my word for it. Check it out yourself. Automotive dealer owners and GMs only exclusively on October 26th, the Technology Matters Summit presented by 800% Elite Automotive Club. We are holding this event at one of the premier dealerships in the United States of America. We will be at Beaver Toyota in Cummins, Georgia. That's right. Beaver Toyota led by Patrick Abad. I know you've heard of the place. They've had a massive, massive increase in sales over the last three years. And we're going to have our event right there on site. So you can check out the store. You can check out all the features. You can check out what some are calling the Disneyland of dealerships. As we learn that technology matters from Dan Moore, Brian Benstock, Brian Kramer, and so many more. Grab your ticket now. We'll see you there. October 26th, Cummins, Georgia. Don't miss it. Jess here with Good News Girls. Have you ever thought about how much you're trying to accomplish in a short amount of time and you stay stressed because you know it's like it seems impossible? 
Well, then we're best friends because I stay stressed. I am the stress queen. You can ask Glenn, you can ask anybody in the office. Well, I found an article that might help myself and help any of you that are just like me. I found a story about four ways that can help people like you and I to stop stressing, stop rushing, just take a chill pill, what Glenn always tells me to do, to figure out a way to get X, Y, and Z done. First being to take on that mountain. The mountain will always be there. You just have to learn to step away from it sometimes. You'll always be busy. You'll always have something to do. That's actually a good thing. But attempting to climb that mountain every single night can exhaust you. So all you need to do is learn to step away sometimes. The second being time is like a balloon. We've all said it. I do that if I had time. I do it when I get to it. If you want to blow up a balloon, you do not expand it at first and then fill it with air. You actually push the air into the balloon, then it expands. Your time is similar and it only expands under pressure. Third, time yourself like a Dixie cup. Now, does that not sound like a twang thing? Cause it sure does to me. Your timing probably won't be perfect. And if you're anything like me, you're stressing about the timing. You get to know me, you'll know that it's like that. Um, but to keep going, you need to stop stressing it or you won't be around for when the time is right. The right idea can come at the wrong time. So the question is, how can we make it count when it's finally our time? And fourth, Jason says, make your meetings 24 to 37 minutes long max, which everyone hates meetings. I mean, I know our staff, we're kind of like, Come on, Glenn, we just met yesterday over that. Why we gotta meet again? The point they make is that non-traditional amounts of time can force us to really use our time wisely. So, to think about exactly how much we can accomplish in a limited window. And you will help your time management and keep the stress and the rushing a little bit less. <laughs> but anyways, you guys have a great week. It's been awesome with you all today. Check it out through my first six kids. My first six kids. <laughs> Which is kind of crazy when I say that out loud because I just have so many dang kids, man. But listen, through the first six kids, I had a belief system. And my belief system was that a dad simply could not connect with a child under two years old, especially one that was nursing. Right. Like that was my belief system that once once they started talking and talking back, we could connect. But until then, basically, mama's doing the nursing. Mama's doing all the things. There's really no way that a dad can connect with a child under two. That was my experience. And that was my truth. It was totally true for me. And then in October of 2018, I quit my job. And two weeks later. Oakland was born. 
And see, I went from leaving the house at 6 o'clock in the morning and getting home at 9 p.m. to being home all the time, right? Unless I was traveling. Hold on, I got to, this is the sound. I'm going to have to just pop out of here. The sound is, is coming through. <clears throat> but I went from being gone all the time to being home all the time. And other than, you know, when I was on the road. And let me tell you something. <laughs> I was wrong. I was totally lying to myself when I was like, oh, a dude, a dad can't connect with the baby. Uh, it was a total, it was a total lie. Oakland and I, my daughter, Oakland, who is three years old, <laughs> my daughter, Oakland and I, we have what is called, what I call a quantum entanglement. All right. If you're a note taker, write that down or drop that in the comments. All right. Quantum entanglement. Okay. Like, you know, where there's certain people in your life where you just want to draw closer to them, right? Like, you know, you meet that person and you just, you just, when, when you're hugging them, you just have to squeeze them harder. <laughs> like, I gotta squeeze harder. Get, get closer to me. I cannot get close enough in proximity to you, right? You know those, those, those types of people, right? That is Oakland for me. Like, I simply cannot get enough of Oakland, Louise Lundy. She is so stinking sweet. She's so polite, like, so she just peace and thank you. Her voice is so freaking cute. She's, like, super, super kind. At the same time, she's, like, defiant and funny, like, so funny. She cracks me up all the time. And in our house, in the Lundy house, Oakland is known as the queen. She's known as the queen for a couple reasons. She's known as the queen, one, because she's dad's favorite. <laughs> Listen, man, I know they tell you, you know, you can't have favorite kids and da 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 bro, and I love, I love all my kids, right? But I'm telling each, each day, each day there's a different favorite kid. I let's just not, one 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 kid wins Tuesday, another kid wins Friday, right? Like, uh, we, we, I mean, let's just be real here. All right, I love them all equally. Each day has a new favorite. Well, Oakland's been like the reigning favorite for a while now. <laughs> she's she, I, I think and love the girls, and she's known as the queen, and all the other kids know it. All the other kids are like, Dad, Oakland. Is your favorite, and I'm like, hey, right now there might be something to that, but, but uh, you know, you can take over the throne at some point if you would like. But I'm just saying, right? But Oakland is the boss lady in our house, and so I study her, right? Because I like to study success and success leaves clues. So I study Oakland. I study her. I watch her moves, and it's fascinating. And really, it breaks down to one thing. Do you know? Can you guess? Can you guess what the one thing Oakland does 
that has positioned her at the top of the hierarchy in the in the Lundy household. All right. I wonder. I wonder if you can guess. Go ahead and drop it in the comments. What you think would be the one thing, the one thing that the three-year-old does that has put her at the top of the hierarchy. All right. The top of the hierarchy when it comes to the family. What do you guys think? All right. Uh, Gail says Oakley gets between be the queen because you named her. No, 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 no. That's not it. Oh, it fr it's it's froze on me because she is kind because she cares about others. Says, oh gosh, I don't even know. All right, Oakland's boss lady. That's right because she's kind. Okay, uh, observer and sees others because she cheers for the Raiders. She does the lead thing. <laughs> she makes everyone feel good. Okay, these are all great answers. Great, 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 great answers. Here it is. I'm going to give it to you right now, okay? Oakland is the queen. And it's a big deal to be the queen in our house, okay? Because there's, I mean, there's eight kids, people jockeying for position, all that, right? Here's it. Here it is. I'm going to show you. For those of you that are watching, you're going to see it on the screen. If you're just listening, I'm going to describe this, okay? Oakland is the queen in the Lundy house because of this. Oakland puts her hands up. Oakland puts her hands up and she asks for help. Like this motion, this single gesture right here, it puts her in a vulnerable position, right? She's looking up at her sister. She's looking up at me. She's got her hands up and she's asking for help. But it shows her in a completely vulnerable position, right? Which immediately taps into the sympathetic side of our psychology, right? Puts her in a vulnerable position, but then it also empowers others, right? It empowers others. So now all of a sudden, Joel feels empowered because he can pick her up. Or Meredith feels empowered because she can make her a sandwich. Willow feels empowered because she's going to carry her over so that they can watch a show. Savannah feels empowered because she gets to carry her up the stairs so that she can sleep in the bed with her. Dad feels empowered because I get to lift her up and show her a different perspective on the world. Her mama feels empowered because she feels seen, heard, significant, and loved. You see, Oakland has become the queen of our home because she makes everyone else in it feel seen, heard, and significant. You see, Oakland makes everyone in our home feel valued, and therefore everyone in the house bends over backwards to serve her. It's amazing. It truly is amazing to watch, to watch her do this. Her, she has a complete lack of ego and ultimately just a pure desire and willingness to ask for help. Ego is completely off to the side. <laughs> like, there, like there is no ego. It just simply doesn't exist. She's just like, will you help me? Will you help me? Right? Will you help me? Arms up, vulnerable. I see you. I need you. Will you help me, please? I surrender it all to you. It's amazing. It's amazing. And so, 
I share that with you because so often you and I, people like you and I, we won't ask for help. We would rather do it ourselves, beat ourselves to a pulp, stress out like Jessica was talking about, let our egos stay in the way, not put ourselves in a vulnerable position, don't want to look like we're not smart enough or we're less than or we can't, right? When the key to becoming the leader, the top of the totem pole, is to truly release the ego, put your arms up, and allow other people to gain significance through serving you. <laughs> That's strong, boy. <laughs> that is strong right there. Woo! So listen, I'm going to let you sit on that for just a second. I know I'm way over on time, but I don't care. It's my show. That brings us down. This week, we've been breaking down all the different kids, all my kids. And we've been breaking down the lessons that we can learn to be better leaders, to be better in our relationships, to be better parents. And the last in the list now would be Caroline. Now, Caroline is my 20-month-old baby. And Caroline, um, Caroline's my 20-month-old. My wife had her at home um, during COVID. We did a we did a home birth, right? And there was some there was some trouble, there were some complications early with Caroline. And her head was kind of misshapen. Her tongue was tied so she couldn't drink milk properly or eat. And she wouldn't gain any weight at all. And so for about six months, my wife had to feed her every two hours. Please do not glance over what I just said. For about six months, my wife had to feed her every two hours. And feeding her every two hours was a combination of trying to get her to latch, trying to get her to nurse, the baby's screaming, the baby's like starving, but mama's like intent that this baby's going to nurse and she's willing to do whatever it takes because she, she knows that's what's most beneficial for the baby. Right? So she's still feeding this baby every two hours. She's got these contraptions. There's all kinds of different devices to help the baby get nutrients, even though the baby's not nursing properly, so on and so forth, right? She's driving back and forth to a whole nother city so that the, the, the lady can do this chiropractic type stuff and reshape the head and all of these things, right? Like it was intense for six months. She did all these things. The baby had to have surgeries on her tongue. They had to cut her tongue two different times to get rid of this tongue tie. Like, it was crazy, baby. And finally, one night, Caroline caught on. And after six months of every two-hour feeding, 
And after six months of not gaining weight, and after six months of going back and forth to specialists, she caught on and she started to gain the weight. She started, her head got reshaped. She started to grow and do things that a normal baby would do, right? And now she's 20 months old and she's she's a handful. She brought it all with her. All that, all that, that, that stubbornness, like I'm not going out without a fight. She brought that all with her. And Caroline has taught me that sometimes, sometimes in life, we have to surrender. We have to surrender our role. And we have to allow people like Leslie, people like my wife, we have to allow them to do whatever it is necessary in order to get us what they know is most beneficial. But in the end, we never give up. We never give up. Though there may be seasons where we have to lean on others, ultimately, we never give up. Because we are children of God, the God of the universe, the God that made everything. And that God is going to allow us to have trials and tribulations in our lives. But those trials and those tribulations, ultimately, without fail, every single time, if we don't give up, will be the things that create and cause the strengths of our character and personality that we can then take into the world to make a powerful impact in other people's lives. <laughs> Listen, friends, <laughs> I hope you enjoyed today's episode. I know I went way long, man. I'm at 42 minutes and counting. I know I went long, but listen, actually, I hope you enjoyed this week. I got a lot out of this week. I hope you got a lot out of this week. If this is your first time, I'm glad you're here. You should probably go back Go on to YouTube, look up Glenn Lundy. Uh, you can you can pull the last four episodes. This week's been really powerful. We've been learning a lot, a lot, a lot uh, through the experiences with all these amazing superhumans. Eight kids, each of them unique personality. To me, complete proof, right, of the seeds that are planted at birth that ultimately can sprout and become our dreams, our visions, and all of those things. And that's my hope for you. I hope you'll go into this weekend empowered. I hope you go into this weekend motivated. I hope you go into this weekend educated. I hope you go into this weekend inspired to become the best version of yourself that you can possibly be. Because when you do you, boo, it makes a positive impact on everyone around you. So listen, I love you. I truly, truly do. If nobody's told you that yet today, I want to be the first. I absolutely stink and love you. So go out there. I'm going to invest in me today. I'm going to learn more about myself so that I can serve you better. And I hope that you'll go do the same. Fair enough? Fair enough. All right. Have an incredible day. See ya.